season four, episode 10 of the Potter Discussion. I'm your host, Oscar, and here on the Potter Discussion, we discuss some of Harry Potter's deepest and darkest theories, tidbits, and little Easter eggs you might have missed, and you probably did, with the occasional quiz. Wait, the occasional quiz? What did I just say? Well... Today, I'm introducing a completely new form of episode. There are so many great theories, and you will still continue to receive some of the best theories out there. But now, there are quizzes. This is Quizmaster episode number one, where I find the 15 of the hardest questions the internet could offer. Now, legal stuff, I'm allowed to do this. Made a lot of questions myself. So yeah, let's do this. I have 15 questions with me right now, and I will be attempting to answer all of them to the best of my ability. If I think it's way too hard, I will get one clue. And if I can't answer it without clue, that would be considered a failure for me. Ah, tears. But <laughs> you can play along. You can even submit your answers as well soon coming coming to a podcast near you. Um... I don't think, not in this episode, but in the next Quizmaster, you can um, put your quiz questions that you want me to answer in the description. Now, again, not this episode, haven't figured that out yet, but soon, very soon. So let's go. I have 50 questions. Let's start with number one. Question number one, what is Ron's preferred chess piece? So... I think the way I'm going to answer this question is I'm trying to think about his him playing chess. So if we think of him, first book. First book is where I'm going to go. So him and Harry are, that's definitely proper grammar. So they go to the chess obstacle that Professor McGonagall transfigured to be ginormous. And Ron puts Harry in the bishop position. Hermione gets... Uh, don't know i think rook castle rook and run horse 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 I said that wrong two times but horse horse i think knight knight is ron's preferred chess piece i will put that down question number two which is not an existing wizard candy birdie bots every flavor beans babbity rabbity sugar balls Drubal's best blowing gum or sugar quills okay I'm just going to go through the list and try to figure them out. So, Birdie Bots, Every Flavor Beans, pretty common. I'm pretty sure those are, like, everywhere. And Ron, that's, the, I think, the first candy, almost the first candy we ever see in the Harry Potter books. Now, Babbity Rabbity Sugar Balls. I've heard of Sugar Balls and Babbity Rabbity. <laughs> Not sure where. But, um... I don't know. I'll, I'll put that on the maybe list. So, Drubal's Best Blowing Gum... All right, I know. Okay, yes, because it makes like those, those those big blue balls. So I think yes, that's existing. And sugar quills, sugar quills. Oh yeah, Ron. Ron lists those as he's talking about all the great candies at uh, Honeydukes. So I'm going with Babbity Rabbity's sugar. Oh, uh, it, oh, it is Babbity Rabbity sugar balls because Babbity Rabbity is um, in the Deathly Hollows. Uh, Ron lists off some common uh, children's stories, well, wizarding children's stories, and one of them was Babbit Rabbit and the Cackling Stump. So, yeah, boom, that's my answer. Alright, question number three. What does Wood say to Harry when he hits a bludger for the very first time? Oh, man. 
all right, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go off the movie because I don't think Wood says anything in the books. So in the movie, I think it's something about him being like really good at it. All right, I'm gonna guess that Wood says he would make a good beater. All right, good beater. That's what my answer is. Question number four. What does Ron do when he hears Draco Malfoy's name for the first time? I think only this is only in the movie because movies are that's the best visual component. So, in, I think he oh he laughs he laughs because um then then Malfoy turns and he's so hurt and he's like well there's no way to ask who you are secondhand robes and red hair you're a Weasley goes all you know I'm better than you so don't say anything. <laughs> Okay, question number five. Ooh, how many sickles is it to a galleon? This, this one is tough. All right, let me think. So, I don't know how many knuts it is to a sickle, but I know Hagrid lists them off. All right, I'm going to channel my, my inner me reading Harry Potter. Is it 17 sickles to a galleon, or is it 17 knuts to a sickle? All right, I'm going 17 17 sickles to a galleon. That is my answer. All right, question number five. What two people were captured from Diagon Alley in book seven? All right, this one's definitely book um, book exclusive. And I know Ollivander was definitely captured, but who else? Was it, I mean, I think... Oh, Florian Fortescue, the ice cream guy, he was captured because uh, they were talking about like how dangerous it is, and the Fred mentioned that Fortescue was captured and his shop was boarded up. So, yeah, Florian Fortescue and Ollivander. Question number eight. What two Philosopher's Stone obstacles are left out of the movie? Come on. Come on, me. Why? I, oh, my gosh. These are horrible. <laughs> um, okay, I know the troll. The troll is for sure. But what else? Well, let's let's go through them. So, they, Hermione does her Alohomora thing. They fall into the plant. Yeah, that's, that's definitely book and movie. Then they move into Flying Keys. That's definitely book and movie. And then from there, they go Chess. If, if this is if if the order is off, that's fine. I'm just kind of go through them. So, chess is book and movie. Then potion. Oh, potions. That's what it is. Potion is not in the movie. Don't know why. That was like the best part. But potion is not. So potion and troll. Question number nine. What transfer? What sorry? What transfiguration mistake is discovered when the petrified body of nearly headless Nick is found? What? Okay, I'm going to assume Petrified S is in the second book. I think... Yeah, so this is book. So when Harry is walking back from the library after he catches the Hufflepuffs having that whispered conversation, he stumbles across... Uh, well, he's walking down the hall, and he sounds to Hagrid. They have a little exchange. Then Harry walks further, and he finds the petrified body of not Seamus Finnegan, but another one of those Hufflepuffs, and nearly headless Snake. And I know, I know this. It was something to do with uh, like a friend turning his friend into uh, an animal. It wasn't it wasn't an aardvark. It was a ba- a badger. 
It was a badger. And I think he was a badger. He was a fully a badger. But then Professor McGonagall had to, you know, magic him into a human. But his hair stayed black and white. And that's that's what I distinctly remember, like, remembering. Because there's a children's story that I have read a ton. And it's about a person who has black and white hair. And they're bullied for it. Random. Totally random. But that's just kind of how I remember that. All right. Question number 10. About how many students are at Hogwarts? Come on, that one's easy. Wait, no, it's not. Just forgot. Okay. Uh, a thousand. I think it's a thousand. A thousand questions. No, not questions. Students. Because I remember in... It was the book and the movie. In... Um, after the Battle of Hogwarts in the seventh book, Professor McGonagall says uh, there were uh, like, do- like a dozen or Baker's dozen students lost. And they said how much of the total like blow that was to the whole st- uh, whole student body. And I think, yeah, a thousand students. That's what I think. A thousand. Question numero eleven: How many wizarding schools exist? Oh boy. Okay. Well, let's list off the one. So I know of four: Hogwarts. Um, forgive me if I say this wrong, but I. Ilvermoney, 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 uh, Durmstrang, and that French school that I, for some reason, don't know the name of. So, there are, um, there's one in Asia, maybe one in, uh, Russia, or Canada, um, well, I mean, we can just think of places in the world. So there's a huge concentration in Europe because of Germany. Well, it's like the quote-unquote German school. So it's uh, Germany. If you're in Germany, you might take a walk and see Armstrong. Uh France, if you're in France, don't take a walk. You might see uh, the French school. And Hogwarts, which you won't see because all smuggles can't lay eyes on it. Well, I don't know if I'm a muggle. Who knows? But <laughs> And so those are the three that we know of. And, um, Ilvermoney, uh, is in America, but that's, we don't really know for sure where that is because it's pretty much a, cl- it's a closely guarded secret for any one of the, um, schools to, like, disclose where they actually are. So, that's four. Now, there's one in Asia, so that's one. One in the Russia area, that's two more. And I think South America, Three. So that's basically all of the areas of the world. And seven? Is it seven? All right. Seven is my official answer. Question number 12. What is the spell to summon red sparks? Oh, I know this one. Periculum. That's what Harry uses in the uh, maze when Cedric is, you know, kind of being... Uh, no, it wasn't Cedric. It was uh, Fleur. Fleur was being taken, like, in by the roots. They were, like, sucking her into the wall. And I know that because the... It it was made so dramatic. Harry just sees her, and of course that's dramatic. But then he he like looks at his wand, and he's like, "I have to do this." And then he curriculum. <laughs> and I remember laughing so hard because why do they make it such a big deal? He just casts a simple spell, and then I suppose they they make it that big because he then has to get out of there, and that's pretty difficult with, like, five teachers casting a summoning charm on you. You have to, you have to escape. So, I guess that's why I remember it so clearly. Chapter, not chapter, question 13. 
When is Nearly Headless Nick's death day? Alright, I said chapter because I was thinking of which chapter is it. So, uh, Nearly Headless Nick's birth death day. Oh, oh, Halloween. Um, because when, uh, Nearly Headless Nick does something really nice for Harry, um, Nick wants Harry to come to his death day party on Halloween. And... I remember that because Harry and Ron and Hermione all went together, of course, and I think they were they were missing the feast, and they heard all the laughter and the smell, and I had such a clear image of my, like, in my mind, in my brain's eye, because of them, like, of especially Ron wrapping his cloak around him, just trying to get warm, that's for some reason, that's what I was remembering, and... So, yeah, Halloween is my answer. Alright, question number 14. What does Malfoy do when walking down the stairs and flourishing blots in the second book? Okay. Alright, let's... Alright, let's... Let's think about this. So... It's the second book, I would assume the beginning of the year, and, okay, this is Professor Lockhart. He's giving his huge speech. So this is probably a movie, because we don't, the commentary probably isn't very good. And we, so Malfoy is standing on the balcony? Overlook, yeah, so he's standing on the balcony, and then after it's over, the uh, Weasleys and Harry walk over to the door, preparing to leave, but Malfoy's like, hey, Potter. Or his strange way, Potter. Like, there's, there's no R, it's just A-H. And he's walking down the stairs, and he uh, reads a book. So he has a book, and... Oh! Oh, yes, my brain. Thank you, brain. Then he rips a page out, puts it in his pocket, and continues down the stairs. There it is. All right. Finally, question 15. What is Hermione's Bogart? I'm sighing already because this is okay. Well, okay. I think. All right. Let's let's narrow this down. So, it would have been in the third book because that's typically when like that's when we get introduced and when we see Bogarts the most. So, third book with Professor Lupin because why would they find a Bogart with Professor Lupin? And if it's not in that first class. Because, um, I remember Harry, like, saying, asking Professor Lupin, like, why did you not let me or Hermione face the, um, the Bogart? And Professor Lupin told him, but also gave her both, uh, him and Hermione points, and that was because Hermione answered a question. So, I, that's why I remember that he didn't do in that first class. And if they didn't cover Bogarts again, what's a, what's another time that they would have done something like that? Um... Well, a time where they reviewed everything. Oh, oh, exams. Maybe, maybe, maybe exams. So if we say exams, then maybe we have to recreate this one. So, all right, let's let's think about this. So, oh, okay, I clearly remember that Hermione comes out like crying or something. So it must have been either something like only a perfect person would fret about that, or something that was so terrifying that she would have acted that way. Okay, I think it's something to do with homework. 
something to do with homework and oh 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 ron gives us the answer and he actually predicts the future divination he says so hermione says like i wish i could have faced a bogart and then ron would have ron laughed and said well what what would it have been a piece of homework then only got nine out of ten and i think that's the answer a homework that only got nine out of ten there it is locked in there you go so I hope I got all these questions right. Of course, I don't know, but I think I did pretty well. The only uh, question I'm a little, uh, little uh, cautious about is the uh, sickles to a gallon. So actually, I might as well check my answers. Uh, I'm a good student. So uh, yeah, I'll be back with the checked answers. And I am back with the answers, and it is indeed 17 sickles to a gallon. But there is a very interesting chart that I found while doing my research. This is uh, wikibooks.org, and it says that there are 29 uh, knuts to a sickle, and that means that there are, I think it, it's, uh, oh, here it is, 493 knuts to a gallon. Man. That's steep, but I suppose uh, a penny would be not a penny. Uh, Canut would be a penny. A penny in the United States is uh, one hundredth of a U.S. dollar. So you can—that's pretty small. And wow, I'm. <laughs> I'm, like, right now, I'm surprised that I got that right, because that's something that I am so bad at, like, just remembering numbers is something that my brain just, like, doesn't, like, that's a, my brain doesn't have that function, like, remembering numbers isn't something that I do, but, uh, anyway, that is it, that is the whole thing, now, it was probably a little rocky, maybe even a little boring, I dare say, <laughs> because I'm not, I haven't practiced this, I haven't done anything, so, it'll get better over time, and, I mean, I enjoyed it. I hope you do. So, um, yeah. If you have any questions, comments, or theories that you would like to hear on the podcast, you can definitely send me an email. My email is thepotterdiscussion at gmail.com. That is thepotterdiscussion at gmail.com. And if you want to hip out the channel, you can scroll down in your listening app and click that five stars. And if you're nice, you can even write a review. That just helps out the channel so much. And in that point three seconds, I am happy. Also, make sure you subscribe to never miss another episode. And use this information to your advantage. And I'll see you later.